Welcome to Get Real with Richard Walter. I'm reading a very interesting book <clears throat> by a writer named Glenn Frankel. I think that's his name. I hope so. I hope I'm getting that right. And it's about the making of one of my favorite movies, Midnight Cowboy. Um, I read a, a not too terribly long ago a, a, a another book by Frankel about the making of a movie. That movie was High Noon. And um, in writing about High Noon, he writes a, a, quite a history of the blacklist because Carl Foreman was involved in the uh, making of High Noon and uh, he was involved in the blacklist and uh, a central figure in all of that, that history. And he learned a lot about that in the, in the, in the um, uh, 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 Midnight Cowboy book. Um, you learn a lot about the early uh, gay liberation. Um, the movie was set around the was actually being <clears throat> um, made around and, and released around the time of uh, Stonewall, the Stonewall Rebellion in New York, a uh, uh, a protest, uh, a, a, viol a violent reaction against police arresting um, people at a uh, uh, at the Stonewall, which was a um, a bar uh, that was popular among among uh, with, within the gay crowd, um, people met there and uh, hooked up. And um, it's astonishing to contemplate that, that, that this was not merely to discourage it was illegal. People get taken away in handcuffs for making a date. Can you imagine? Um, wow. In any event, uh, uh, you do learn a lot about that it, it, uh, that period in American cultural and intellectual and social history. Uh, just fascinating. Um, and I'm reminded of my uh, Auntie Anne. I wanted to make this particular podcast about creativity and the seeing of patterns. I think that creative people see patterns out there in the in the world, the way things kind of fit to fit together, and uh, I think that's what a, a, a movie plot is, that's what a story is, and, or, written by a writer, he, she, they, um, they arrange a bunch of events and, and uh, you know, incidents and anecdotes, things that happen uh, in a kind of a pattern uh, where there's a connection one to the, to the other, and, um, and that's the way movies unfold, that's the way Stories unfold in patterns, whereas life <laughs> unfolds kind of at random. I mean, it just, you have nothing to say about what race you're going to be, uh, where you're going to be born, when you're going to be born, um, whether or not you'll be tall or short. <laughs> you have absolutely no no say in, in that at all. It, from the very beginning, and everything just kind of unfolds. And so writers need... Uh, need to be aware of patterns uh, that's what a plot is it's it's stuff arranged not randomly but but um, by design and uh, i am reminded of uh, uh of auntie Anne. I, I i think that people who are creative see patterns in in the world and i remember once uh, uh <laughs> i'll tell you i can't resist telling you about midnight cowboy and my auntie Anne. She lived, uh, she never did marry, um, uh, she didn't have much of a social life, though she was very successful in the uh, uh, 
in her professional life, um, and a very sophisticated, lovely, lovely woman, but people might say unfairly her our spinster aunt. She, she, uh, and that that that's disrespectful. And I I uh, I love and I, I miss Anne every day. She she died. Um, oh my goodness, uh, two already decades ago. But she did dote on my sister and me. Uh, she didn't have any children of her own, and um, so she doted on. Her niece and her nephew, that's my sister and me, not my sister and I. She didn't dote on my sister and I. Hey, it's, I'm a writing teacher. <laughs> uh, on the preposition, it takes a prepositional pronoun, me. She doesn't dote on I. You would never say that, would you? Anyway, people are just so reluctant to say uh, uh, her and me or him and him and me. Um, but that's what's correct. But then we have to uh, wonder about what is the nature of correct. Uh, doesn't it change? Doesn't it evolve? In any event, um, years and years and years and years ago, I remember Ann told us that she'd seen the Midnight Cowboy, and we said, "Wow, what did you think of it?" Uh, you know, it was a very uh, Bold a picture dealing with with uh, themes that weren't dealt with, subjects and characters that hadn't been dealt with uh, uh, in American film and in world film. American film is world film. We'll talk more about that in another uh, podcast. Was world film up to streaming about twenty years ago? But for hundred years, <laughs> American film was really really world film. And more about that, but another time. But um. Uh, I remember we said, gee, you, you saw Midnight Cowboy, wow. Uh, now, she had gone actually to one of the first multiplexes, Cinema 1 and Cinema 2. One was upstairs, up an escalator, and one was downstairs, somewhere in Turtle Bay, which is just the, the east uh, 40s, I think, uh, in Manhattan, uh, near the United Nations, um, maybe along 2nd Avenue, I think, or maybe 1st Avenue, there was Cinema 1 and Cinema 2. I don't know if they're, they're still there. But the two screens in, in, in you know, one theater or one or the other, and she'd gotten, uh, she that's where she'd seen Midnight Cowboy, and um, we said, well, so what did you think of it? We were surprised that she'd gone to see it. Well, she'd heard a lot about him, was curious to see it. Um, and she was surprised when she saw it by what she, what she saw was, well, what did you think it was a Western, you know, Midnight Cowboy? She said, no, 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 she knew it wasn't a, a Western, but um, uh, there was so much, uh, uh, she had no, no, no notion that there would be all of the skiing, 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 the mountains, the snow, and everybody just skiing. Well, it turns out she had actually gotten to the theater just after, uh, into her seat in the theater, just after the credit, the opening credits had rolled, and she missed the title of the picture, but she had actually gone to upstairs instead of downstairs, or downstairs instead of upstairs, and seen Downhill Racer, but thought it was Midnight, Midnight Cowboy. In any event, uh, uh, the... She, she, uh, I, I do have a, uh, uh, a sense of patterns in the world. I think most of you I know who are creative, who work in creative industries, do see patterns 
um, in the world in ways that other people don't. And, and to some extent, I think that's our job. That's our mission, which is to uh, present those patterns, make those patterns available to people who won't uh, otherwise see them. I want to talk about Auntie Anne and a pattern that I <laughs> that I saw uh, and that I do continue to see from time to time. And that's what we're going to do in part two of, uh, of this podcast. So tune in uh, and let me tell you about the rest of uh, what happened with Auntie Auntie Anne and, and uh, the way creatives see things in patterns. Thanks for listening to Get Real with Richard Walter. Please do subscribe on Medium and Substack and uh, pass around these uh, episodes among your pals on, on social media. And come on back and listen to part two of uh, Creativity and Patterns. <laughs>